Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Paul Arizon, Ralph Sampson, Joey Devine, Jerry Lucas, Adrian Smith, Sean Keen, Ed McCauley, musical guest, Ponderosa Twins, plus one, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, and we are back after a long break, an all-star weekend break, um, to, um... Talk about the All-Star Weekend, I guess? Uh, here's my co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Hey, I'm good. Um, are you pumped to cover something everyone watched? Everybody watched. Um, we're very our, our reaction is very quick to this exciting news. <laughs> um, I mean, just like all the, all the stuff that's just been going on in the in the NBA over this break, uh, people have been. Uh, oh, there was one thing that happened today, Joey. Oh, what was it? Michael Beasley is finalizing a deal with Guangdong of the Chinese Basketball Association. Second time in China, correct? I believe that's correct. Good for him. Uh, Good for him. Yeah, um, that's that's one more than Nixon, I think. Uh. Yeah. And they and the Nuggets extended the contract of the president of basketball operations. Mm-hmm. That happened. Um, yeah, so little happened. Tom Ziller didn't even send out an email today. Wow, come on, Tom. 
<laughs> which that is entirely where we get our stories, basically. Uh, <laughs> but we should recap All-Star Weekend because there is one thing I want to talk about, and only one thing, maybe for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, first, uh, we should talk about America's favorite website, um, the only mm-hmm. website that matters, Chartable.com. Mm-hmm. Um, as everyone knows, Chartable.com is a incredibly popular website that, for some reason, charts where podcasts are in ranked in different countries. Yes. And um, I have some bad news, Sean. Mm-hmm. Last time we talked, we were up to... We were down to number 85 in Senegal. We're trying to get to number one in either Senegal or Poland or really any Uh country. So download. But we're up to 84 in Senegal, baby. Let's talk about Senegal. Now it's time to talk about Round Ball Rock's number one country, Senegal. Senegal is the only country in West Africa which wasn't overrun by a military coup. Its democratic stability has earned it many allies in Europe and the Americas. We love Senegal. Please love us back by making us number one according to everyone's favorite website, Chartable.com. All right, Sean, what do you have to say about Senegal this week? Well, you know, there there actually was a fair amount of uh, the NBA. There was so much Senegal news yeah. this week. <laughs> the NBA announced that they were starting a developmental league in Africa. And do you know where one of those franchises is going to be, Joey? Where? Senegal. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> President Macky Sall brought professional sports to Senegal. Honorable Mackie Sal, what cannot he do? <laughs> so the Basketball Africa League is going to start in January 2020. Seems soon. Uh, it features 12 teams, no more than two teams from a single country. Mm-hmm. There will be teams from Angola, from Egypt, from Kenya. Shout out to Purity. <laughs> from Morocco, from Nigeria, from Rwanda. From South Africa, boo, Tunisia, and the great nation of Senegal, baby. Mm -hmm. And as Malcolm Gladwell would tell you, the league will be entirely made up of Nigerians. Yeah, all of those teams are actually Nigerian teams, according to Malcolm Gladwell. Mm. Um, For some reason, Barack Obama is also going to be involved in some capacity because he was born there, right? He was born in there. Africa, That's in Kenya. Yeah, yeah, we all know that. Uh, Senegal also uh, recently got an NBA training center. Congratulations, Senegal! Killing it. They got, um, that, they got that bridge. <laughs> so good. Um, it's weird because there was a lot of fanfare for this, and it's. It's it's a little light on details. I'm not sure what they mean that they're featuring existing teams. I'm sure there's already professional teams. Yeah. Like, they run a tournament every year, you know, over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have the, yeah. <laughs> the Basketball uh, Without Borders. Um, that's true. There has been a lot of um, development and... Uh, like like the NBA has has poured a lot of 
resources and investment there. It's not clear what Obama's doing, though. No, we should also talk about um, Adam Silver got a lot of great press for how woke Uh the NBA is for starting this this African Basketball League. Um, But the same day this news came out, uh, he had what was called an NBA newsmaker breakfast... Oh, yes. Can I read you some of the people who were at this breakfast, John? Oh, please. Yes. Uh, John Brennan, former director of the CIA. Oh. Uh, General Martin Dempsey, 18th chairman of the Joint Chiefs of of Staff. Uh, Nikki Haley, former UN ambassador under Trump. And uh, Dr. Condoleezza Rice, war criminal. Wow. Um. Also screws up the uh, BCS, or whatever <laughs> it's called right now. The College Sports Championship, whatever. Um, so yeah, all of those people, probably bad people, right? arrest. it's amazing that she's like a double war criminal because she was in the Bush administration and the president of Stanford University. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. So what a weird, what a weird mix of like being woke and being broke. Yeah, I'm just saying maybe we should back off about how woke the NBA is, um, or how like wonderful Adam Silver is. Yeah. Uh. Especially because we know he's friends with Jared Kushner. That has come out before. Yes. Yes. They're definitely friends. <laughs> uh, look, man, he's friends with Mark Cuban. look the only thing we can say the only thing that maybe absolves adam silver Mm -hmm. is if he really is a meet dave robot because then he's being piloted by tinier adam silvers Mm -hmm. from a different planet and they just don't know yeah yeah it's just it's a majority of the adam silvers are bad (laughs) yeah well no they just don't know they're from a different planet you know and so they're just like oh this uh, these are people like government they're like yeah the governments are good you know (laughs) (laughs) jared kushner (laughs) i think even aliens could sense that jared was bad news though Anyway, uh, fuck that drone strike breakfast he had. Yeah, come on, man. Um, <laughs> and also, o- Obama also drone strike criminal. You know, yeah, that's a lot of are are these the NBA is it's drone be okay. It's drone tastic. <laughs> drone, 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 strike, 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 strike. Um, that's the round ball rock song by John Tesh. That was bad. Um, <laughs> Sean, should we move on to our second country, the other country, uh, uh, vying for our hearts and minds? Yeah, we're, we're somehow, we're somehow we took a hit this week. We took a now- huge hit. We went from number thirty, Poland. Mm-hmm. First off, the drop goes here. Now it's time to talk about it. Round Ball Rock's number one country, Poland. With the 30th pick in the 2003 NBA Draft, the New York Knicks select Maciej Lape from Poland. Poland exports more amber than any country. 
the gemstone, not the color of her energy. We love Poland. If you're in Poland and love us too, please tell your friends about Round Ball Rock and help get us straight to number one on the world's most reputable site, Chartable.com. All right, Poland, get your shit together, man. We mm-hmm. went from 33 to 78. Now, granted, we only released one episode last week. Maybe that's maybe that's the reason. But we did have a lar- a new Poland drop. Yes. And I don't like what, isn't that what you want the robot to celebrate your country? We've gone from 31 to 76 in 7 days. I mean, that's that's a decline. That's like Lekwalesa's public reputation sliding. <laughs> it turned out he may have been a spy for the Russians. <laughs> um, but we should do the news anyway. Okay. Yeah, look, look, you get another chance, Poland. But uh, there is no European NBA league in the works. But Masiej Lampe. Lampe? Am I saying this it's right? It's Lampy. Now? Lampy. Yeah. Uh, of the Jilin Tong Gang Northeast Tigers of the Chinese Basketball Association had a double-double in a win over their arch-rival, the Qingdao Eagles, putting up a line of 14, 10, and 6. Nice. While his teammate, 2011 NBA champion Dominique Jones, scored 44 points. Wow. He is on fire. Uh, Jilin Northeast, now 12th in the CBA, which... Does mean they are a playoff team now. All right, Lampy. They have been expanding the playoffs, uh, and they expanded the regular season. Yao Ming is making the teams play three games a week this year instead of last year's schedule of five games in two weeks uh, because he wants current Chinese Basketball Association players to be as overworked as he was. Well, you know what's going to happen, though. What's that? Michael Beasley's coming, and that shit's going to blow up. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. What team did we say he signed I with? I don't remember. I already yeah, forgot. I've already forgotten the one, <laughs> p- the most important lone piece of news. I was smoking that uh, that super cool bees herb um, and <laughs> forgot. <laughs> Is there anyone else in the CBA who uses 11% of their brain? Jimmer. Oh, Jimmer, that's true. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, should we talk about... So that's Chartable.com. Oh, he's, on, he's moving into uh, to the first place team as well. Oh, so, great. Uh, uh, well, Chartable.com, everyone go there. It's the greatest website <laughs> in the world. Yeah, please. We, we're, we're angel investors. <laughs> download, uh, if you live in a separate a foreign country, uh, make your friends download uh, our podcast, and maybe you'll hear a drop about you. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to shorten those drops this week because I can't play those back to back. It's probably true. <laughs> that, that, would, that would be five full minutes, I think, at this point. Uh, should we get to the actual news? Let's go to the actual news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news for humans and robots. Trust the process. Our first story, our top story, Sean. Uh-huh. Del Demps was fired, the GM of the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, my God. Who would have guessed that that would happen? Um, I mean, everybody. 
probably. It's an insanely stupid time to do it, though, right? Um, I thought that at first, and then I realized it was like, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it at the All-Star break if you're not going to do it like at the very end of the season. I think it's probably better to do it this way. Hmm. Like, I mean, I mean it's weird. It's weird because, I mean, he... I don't really think Del Demps was going rogue or anything here. No. You know what I mean? Like, not really at any point was Del Demps going rogue. So it's like, I don't know. You can, you can, he sure traded away a lot of first round picks, but he also, you know, also successfully traded for Drew Holiday, Boogie Cousins, and Miritich. Um, mm-hmm. Seemed like getting Randall was a good move. Just like, I mean, this this has happened many times when a team gets a phenom young prospect, starts worrying about losing them very early, and, uh, you know, spends too many resources to try to get talent around, like, a 21-year-old, when instead you could be like, you know, we could, we could probably wait till he was 23. Um, I mean, this happened... This is like very similar to what happened with the Cavs and LeBron, I think. Where it was like suddenly he didn't have any first round picks and he was he'd only played like two seasons. Um I don't know. I mean it's it's only weird that he got fired because like it it definitely seems like he was doing what the ownership wanted. Yeah. Uh, And he was also there for the He's been there through David Stern being the owner, Tom Benson being the owner, um, Tom Benson's daughter suing for control of the mm-hmm. team, and then Tom Benson's widow being yeah. the owner of the Who team. Bill Simmons really went after on his podcast this week. That was weird. He's He hates middle-aged women who <laughs> try to get married again. Uh, <laughs> Didn't he say that was uh, like LeBron this weekend? What? Say that again? Did, did you say LeBron this weekend was like a 42-year-old divorced woman in Scottsdale? He did say that, yeah. Everybody wedding, like, <laughs> just, I feel like, uh, I don't know. I'm not I'm not going to speculate why that is, but <laughs> it's weird that he doubled down on that in one week. Um. Anyway, I don't really want to talk about Gail Benson and what she did or didn't do. Um, it does not seem unreasonable that you'd... Uh, Want a new GM. A uh, little bit surprising who the interim GM is, I would say. Uh, yeah. Uh, Danny Ferry, um, <laughs> king of the reading racist scouting reports out loud while uh, on tape. <laughs> yeah, I heard I heard the NBA had to announce the Africa League this weekend because Danny Ferry had been named the interim GM. And they were like, <laughs> oh, my God, we got to. Danny Ferry, Ferry, who um, once described African player Luol Deng as having a little quote-unquote Africa in him, Uh uh, and then used a metaphor about running a store that sold shoddy goods. And and had, like, stolen items in the bag. Yeah, but then it also turned out later that he was, that those were not his own thoughts, that they were the thoughts of the Cleveland Cavaliers. (laughs) Which is very weird, and also like and he just not... opted to read them out loud in a business meeting, like well, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, although I'm assuming that he knew that the Atlanta Hawks had racist owners at that point, and he's like, "This will go over well. This will cement my job." Yeah, remember when the Hawks guy? That was the funniest thing. That only came out because the Hawks guy saw how much 
Donald Sterling got for being racist uh, and selling, then forcing him to sell the Clippers, huh. remember? And he was like, hey, I'm racist too. Make Give me $2 billion. Yes. <laughs> and Grant Hill's group did. No, I don't know what the Hawks sold for. Uh, um, also news, also in Bill Simmons news, actually. Uh, huh. Bill Simmons said that uh, James Dolan was trying to sell the Knicks. Uh-huh. And then one day later, Bill uh, James Dolan came out and was like, "I am not trying to sell the Knicks." <laughs> it was weird because the the rumor it was, was very confident. Like I understand that you often will report rumors. You got bad information or things changed, but the idea was that he wanted a lot of money to fund concerts, mm-hmm. which is like, I guess, and then. It said he wanted to to fund the in arena, fund the in arena experience. Mm-hmm. That's a weird thing. <laughs> like I don't I don't even understand what that is separate from owning a basketball team because they just remodeled Madison Square Garden. Right. Like like they just did it. Uh, I don't know. There's no financial pressure to sell the Knicks because they make a ton of money all the time. Yeah, even they're, if they're the bad. number one franchise in the league by far. Like and, money and wise. Yeah, and it's not and they also generate tons of cash. So there's not like it's not like he's sitting on this investment and, and he's cash poor. It's right. like no, he was he was rich, he's richer. <laughs> uh he'll probably keep the Knicks indefinitely. I don't I'm not really sure what would make him sell now, you know. Maybe if he was offered to actually join the Eagles. I still think he'd keep the Knicks. Yeah, I mean, why why not just keep the Knicks? <laughs> he seems to really like owning the Knicks. And honestly, weird thing about James Dolan. Um, again, hate all the sexual harassment there. <laughs> hate um, the music. Hate the music. Uh, threw out all the... Um, uh, throws away legends. Doesn't allow uh, players to... I mean, doesn't allow celebrities to come back to games... Uh, banned Ethan Hawke. Tried yeah, to no, send he banned Charles someone Oakley else to, this week. I just heard too. Um, some other celebrity. I forget who it was. Um, it wasn't a McEnroe, was it? No, but the guy said he got Ethan Hawked. Oh. Um. But anyway, uh, since the hiring of Phil Jackson, uh, Dolan has been pretty hands off, man. You know. <laughs> He's kind of letting these assholes just do whatever they want. Yeah. He's just hiring the wrong people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, that David Griffin story that came out last week was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) About how he was on a plane to, um, uh interview for the Knicks job when the news that Tim Har- they'd signed Tim Hardaway Jr. to that contract and he canceled the interview and flew home. Wait, wait, who said that? David Griffin. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> David Griffin is such an alpha. Um all right. But let's talk about enough Knicks. Enough yep. Dell Demps. Oh wait, yeah. no, we should mention with the Dell Demps firing, sorry. Yeah. It does come, um, it came almost, it came the day after Anthony Davis and Rich Paul did the weirdest thing they've done so far. (laughs) Oh, yes, that's right. Which, they were demanding Anthony Davis play. 
Mm-hmm. And then he played, hurt his shoulder, mm-hmm. and then the two of them left the arena right after. <laughs> like, did not stay for the end of the game. Uh, Alvin Gentry was mad for the first time in his entire life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I thought you were going to say a different weird Anthony Davis and Rich <laughs> we'll Paul get thing. To that too. We'll get to that, too. But that was a weird move. Leaving the game <laughs> mid, leaving mid game after hurting your shoulder, after well, and then he forcing the them All-Star. to pay you uh, to play you, yes, is a weird ass move. <laughs> well, yeah, Anthony Davis wants to play, right? And the yes. NBA wants him to play, and the Pelicans want to bench him, but then he got hurt, maybe on a play <laughs> that no one like really noticed when he got injured. Uh huh. And then he played in the All-Star game, but he only played like five minutes. Yeah. Um, And then he uh, announced that he the Celtics were on his list of preferred teams, Mm -hmm. even though his dad said he'd never signed there because of what they did to Isaiah Thomas. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then he said his his list was 29 teams. Yeah. And then he said no one had given. That he said he'd never given the Pelicans a list. Uh-huh. So uh, I feel like no, not all of those things can't be true. Right. I mean, the Celtics are on his list if the list is 29 other teams. That is true. That's true. <laughs> um, the only team not on his list is the Pelicans. Yeah. Which it would be funny if he said the only team not on his list was like... Uh, the Portland Trailblazers or whatever, you know, <laughs> it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm willing like, to be traded back to the Pelicans. Another team. <laughs> He's like, no, I'd rather stay in the Pelicans than go to the goddamn Detroit Pistons. <laughs> like, this is just a weird <laughs> man. Anyway, Anthony Davis is weird. Um, this story is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate it. We're going to have to keep talking about it, apparently. But also, um, don't don't leave a game midway through if you that you demanded to play in, you know? Also, like all the all the guys have been on your like plenty of guys have been on the team with you for years. Yeah. Dude, what I'm I'm saying is mentioned you the second he won a championship. Yeah. And uh. Well, I'd I'd also like to just say that Etwan Moore deserves better than this. We know you love Etwan Moore. I do. Um, all right, let's talk about the thing I actually. This is the only thing I ever want to talk about on this podcast ever again. So, yeah. I'm sorry, listeners. This is no longer an NBA podcast. It is only a John Collins playing dunk podcast. Mm-hmm. Sean, where were you? When John Collins became a legend, um, I was I was standing in a restaurant watching it on TV, and you know the, his I saw his first dunk and believed he was probably underscored for mm-hmm. that dunk. It wasn't amazing, but I feel like it was one of those dunks, which often happens in the celebrity judging. He uh, he grabbed the corner of the backboard and dunked. Sometimes the judges don't really understand what happened live. Mm-hmm. And so he only got a 40. And so he had to bring out his big guns for his second dunk of uh, the first round. Mm-hmm. 
And, and what was that? Do you want to... Why don't you read my tweet? You have my yeah. tweet here. Yeah, so here's... So what happened... I'm going to try to give it the sequence. He was, like, ready to dunk, and then he sort of walked towards the tunnel and made a gesture, and a bunch of uh, African-American men... Six men. Six I men. I, yeah, I, I wasn't sure if it was six or five. Came out wearing, uh, like like bomber jackets and pilot outfits mm-hmm. um they seemed like particularly short that might have just been the john collins is tall i think he's tall because he's but, 611 but also these were um it seemed like they were definitely okay so they're supposed to be the tuskegee airmen yeah that's they, they were start saying be. like uh kenny smith is like that's a tuskegee airman <laughs> immediately yeah and uh and and so and and and, and immediately it was which, like which by the way immediately ruins confuses the narrative of the jo- of the dunk right away right and he he because now everyone the, is calling it a Black History Month dunk and he was like yeah it was a tribute to Black History Month so I everyone pro- I I would say this is a natural assumption thought he is going to dunk over these guys yes <laughs> that is not what happened. What because happened what is following the Tuskegee Airmen there? Uh, what I guess it's a model of the Wright brothers' plane because the dunk contest was in Carolina. Yeah, and Kitty and... Hawk, North Carolina, is the place where the Wright brothers had their first flight. Mm-hmm. So they brought out a, a model of the Wright brothers' plane, which appeared to be made out of like balsa wood, balsa wood, and like pipe cleaners. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And by the way, I am sitting at home watching this, and I am just laughing hysterically. I don't know what's going to happen. I just know that I love this already. Yeah, you're you're into it. You were into it like when the plane came out, right? That was the thing that really and did it. For I you. think I was into it when the Tuskegee Airmen came out. The other thing that's very <laughs> funny is that the Tuskegee Airmen, like you would have kind of thought that, like, okay, they're doing this thing um, at All Star Weekend. We can find six guys in Charlotte who look like they mm-hmm. might be in the military. But some of the guys, like one guy had very long dreadlocks. Very long dreadlocks. Another guy had a crazy beard. Like I'm not even, the direction it was growing seemed impossible. So it was like, it did not look particularly military. I'm no, going to say. No, no. Again, no offense to dreadlocks or whatever, but just. Military tends it, to have a bit of a spick and span. It look. looked more motorcycle than red tails. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so he brings out this plane, and then um, Trey Young Trey appears. Young, <laughs> Trey Young appears, and he hands uh, he hands John Collins uh, a like an old timey pilot outfit. An old timey. Oh, pilot it's outfit. the best. This is this is where my laughter while watching this goes to the next level. Okay, because because okay, so he puts on a, a pilot helmet, goggles, and He looks like Snoopy. Yes. Capping it off a very long scarf. Yes. Um uh also uh my the the three year old I babysit for has this exact same outfit uh, mm-hmm. for one that she but wears sometimes. You're forgetting so Trey Young he hands him the hat and the scarf well, he hands him the goggles. John Collins puts on the goggles. He hands him the scarf. John Collins puts on the scarf. Then he hands him the hat. 
John Collins realizes he can't put the hat over the goggles. Over the goggles. So he's got to take the goggles off and put the hat back on, and then the goggles over. Yes. Uh, now, now there is a a proud history of people at the dunk contest uh, covering their eyes and it not working very mm-hmm. well. Uh, specifically, when Baron Davis had his headband dunk. It was supposed to be the blind man's bluff. Uh, Cedric Sabalos's obviously fake blindfold mm-hmm. that he did to win. Uh, so John Collins gets into position uh, at the right side of the court. Uh, he's got his outfit on, and he's really fussing with the scarf a lot, for one. Well, and then he realizes he can't see through the goggles. So he takes the goggles off, but in the process of that, the scarf falls off. Uh-huh. So, so, so we're... He's like he's taught. There's just nothing more athletic than tossing a scarf over your shoulder over and over well, again. Well, okay, look, I've watched this like 40 times at this point. Uh-huh. So then, what happens? He throws the goggles off. His hat gets mex- messed up, and the scarf gets messed up. So he fixes that. But while he's fixing that, the ball rolls away. He goes oh, to yeah. pick up the ball. It messes up the scarf again. <laughs> he's got to fix the scarf. At this point. The lead up to this dunk, I have been laughing for like three straight minutes. (laughs) Well, also, it felt like he had never tried on the hat or the goggles. Well, he's wearing the hat backwards, I believe, too. Yeah, I think like he but it seems like it was something that it clearly didn't fit. They bought it at the last minute. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think he just like postmated that twenty minutes before the dunk? I have, and no someone's idea. like, ah, oh, there's not a lot that's open right now. Uh, <laughs> it is, without a doubt, this is my favorite moment in All Star history. And then, so he finally gets his his outfit is uh-huh. set, and his already is on- this is a perfect comedy bit. By the way, yes. already we're at. Per, at, look, I'm a person who has been paid to write comedy for a living. This is a perfect comedy bit. It's so crazy because it's not even like too much because you just never would have thought that it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If the Wright Brothers plane is there, the Tuskegee Airmen, because <laughs> the Wright Brothers plane is from North Carolina. Uh, the Tuskegee Airmen are not. Look. North Carolina. Before, Okay. If you erased the Tuskegee Airmen and the Wright Brothers plane, and he was just dunking in the scarf, hat, and goggles, Uh it would already be one of the funniest dunks of all time. Yes, yes. Because that outfit is just funny. There's a reason Snoopy wears it. Because it's hilarious. And it'd be like, oh, he's going to fly, and he's going to do like an old-timey dunk, or he's going to... I don't even know. The only old-timey outfit that could top this... Is if somebody came out and dunked a barbell while wearing one of those old timey uh, like like singlets, one piece singlets with a handlebar mustache. Yeah. Okay. So or what or or like the the bartender outfit also with a handlebar mustache. You know, with like, the like garter belts. The, like that photo at the beginning of che- of of the yes. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Credit. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So so what happens when John Collins actually goes to dunk? Well, at this point, again, it's already a perfect comedy bit. Uh-huh. If he went and did a perfect dunk, still a perfect comedy bit. Still hilarious, yes. But he does not do a perfect dunk, Sean. No, no he doesn't. He breaks the plane on the way up 
and on the way down. Uh-huh. <laughs> in two separate places. And and it also just shows how flimsy the plane is. <laughs> and here's <laughs> the t- whoever directed this for TNT deserves like to be in a hall of fame because uh-huh. they do something amazing. Uh, Cause he does the dunk, the plane breaks in two places and then the camera follows him where he's high fiving D'Angelo Russell. Like he just did uh-huh. something super tight uh-huh. and then it's a quick hard cut to parts of the plane on the ground. <laughs> oh yeah. And then he throws the hat into the crowd. Yeah. It is. No one wants. Well, I mean, we do. We would pay any price to get John Collins's helmet from that game. Some oh, fan probably dropped it in the trash. I want it so, so bad, dude. Uh, it's so funny. And I want to make it clear. I am not. I'm not really laughing at this dunk. You know. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm I am. Laughing. I am, but like, I'm. I think. I'm not laughing at, in fact, it makes me like John Collins more that he thought this would be dope. It's very, it's very funny. Like, it's, (laughs) but it's also, I mean, even before it happened, the TNT guys were like, he knows people have jumped over cars and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. like, like the... (laughs) It was it, it was like a tribute to flight that was the most groundbound thing you'll ever <laughs> see. Also, the dunk itself, not that good. It was like a half a one-handed windmill. Yeah, he kind of, I mean, he, he did land the dunk. Yeah, but... I mean, look, credit to John Collins. Only guy who hit every dunk on the first try in the dunk contest this that year. Is true. That is true. Uh, it's incredible. It's like, and, and. Afterwards, the John Collins defenders were like, hey, it was for Black History Month. People were just ignorant and was like, no, it was because he broke the plane. That's why. <laughs> but also, and, again, and, the Wright and, brothers have nothing to do with Black History Month. Yeah, the Wright brothers <laughs> And it's are a dead. Wright brothers dunk more than it is a Tuskegee Airmen dunk. Much more. And the Airmen <laughs> really didn't do anything. No, they just stood around the plane. Mm. Uh... And just any time that you you have employed actors, you've turned it into like a pageant. It's great. More actors. I was thinking. So watching the plane, the the plane uh, break. You know, I was thinking we need more more stuff breaking during dunk contests. And I think I came up with a dunk someone should do next year. Okay. Okay. They bring out like a. Knee-high model city. Oh, and a guy in a in a Godzilla costume. Oh, and someone dunks over Godzilla smashing while smashing the city. B- the city. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I was thinking maybe you have something that's like the guy puts on a gi, you know, like a karate outfit, and he dunks he dunks really hard, and at the same time he uh, karate chops a stack of boards. Oh, that's tight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh is there like a what what kind of like chicago themed dunks should we assume what should we expect for next dunk contest Ooh. um someone should dunk over uh cameron from ferris bueller's dad's car 
Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> and then if he hits the dunk, the car starts off in reverse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be so tight. If somebody puts on a Red Wings jersey before they do that, they dunk over Cameron's car. Holy shit. <laughs> What if someone what if someone like dunked while taking a, a big bite of a Chicago style hot dog? Like it's like the birthday cake dunk, but they take a big bite of a hot dog as like their head's high enough on the rim that they, they take a bite of that like broth. I think someone needs to be on a ladder holding the hot dog. Like it comes oh, yeah, it will, out. It will, you're right, because it, it would fall. Right. You want it. But also, it's like, there's so much stuff on a Chicago hot dog. Yeah, like like they he might like ingest celery, like snort mm-hmm. some celery salt. <laughs> accidentally. Um, what if what if they dunk over Billy Corgan of the Smashing Pumpkins? Well, he can dunk. I mean, he could in 1994. He, they yes. should put him in the dunk contest. That's oh, that's our new thing. <laughs> <laughs> Let Billy dunk. Yeah, put Billy Corgan in the dunk contest for Chicago next year. Because I think he's in his 50s now. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He can uh, dunk, I bet. <laughs> that would be great. Uh, okay. Somebody could dunk over Ditka. Ditka wouldn't let that happen, though. That Someone would get injured. Ditka would try and hurt the guy. Yeah, he'd, like, stab him with his cigar or something. <laughs> Chicago! What about a uh, someone... Dunks over a model of uh, Michael Jordan's steakhouse. Oh, that would be good. What if someone uh, gets Chicago Cubs owner Tom Ricketts and and they, they kick a MAGA hat off his head <laughs> as they dunk? Oh, man, the, uh, the Sinclair uh, editorials would be nuts over that. Oh, what if they dunked over Oprah and Stedman at the same time? Is Stedman on Oprah's shoulders? No, I think... <laughs> and, and, uh, I mean, maybe Oprah's on Stedman's shoulders? <laughs> or, like, or you know what? Oprah you throw Gale in. Yeah, get Gale in They dump in all three. They dunk over all three. I'm into that. And then everybody, and then he, and then the guy, after he lands the dunk, he says, look under your seat, and everybody sees there's a 10 up there. <laughs> I mean, I guess it would just be the judge's seats would have that. And the keys to a new car. That would be cool. <laughs> um, other than John Collins, Sean. Yeah. Did you enjoy anything else in the dunk contest? Um... I mean, I kind of enjoyed everything sort of in the same vein as the John Collins dunk, if that makes sense. No, like I thought, it doesn't make sense because the John Collins dunk well, that's, is that was historical. Amazing, <laughs> the, the Dennis Smith Jr. thing where he had he wore J. Cole's high school jersey mm-hmm. and had J. Cole wearing a tie-dyed hoodie Sit in a chair. And I mean, that's just how pass. J. Cole je- dresses. I don't know if Dennis Smith had him do that. No, I, I, well, I'm just saying. Uh, and he dunked on like what his third attempt, his fourth attempt. Yeah, um, Dennis Smith Jr. really uh, in the a... in the um, long tradition of uh, New York Knicks short guards in the dunk contest, uh, really missed a lot of dunks. Often that did not prevent Nate Robinson from winning, but yes. yes. <laughs> um, 
so he missed he missed a ton of dunks doing his tribute to J. Cole. And then after he made one, J. Cole did a tribute to Dennis Smith. And missed it. By dunk. missing a dunk. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Um Oh, the other thing I wanted to say is uh Okay, so the 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 Hamadou Diallo dunk over Shaq. It was great. There were two things I really liked about it. One was him hanging by his elbow. That was tight. Always tight. And the other thing was um, dunking over Shaq's Shaq. acting. Yeah, Shaq's acting. Well, also, 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 yeah, if you're going to dunk over anyone, Shaq is the person to dunk yes. over. Like, he's – that's the biggest guy. Mm-hmm. So if you're dunking over someone that is smaller than Shaq, it needs to be, like, a bunch of people in a row or have some, like, Something thematic. crazy has to happen. It can't just be, like – you can't dunk over Dwayne Wade 10 minutes after someone dunked over Shaq. Right. You know what I mean? Or, like, you could dunk over a mascot. That, that like, makes more sense to me. Uh, look, I was watching Aaron Gordon's dunk contest again the other night. Uh-huh. <laughs> the fact that he exclusively uses Stuff, the Orlando Magic mascot, is amazing. Uh-huh. Frankly, it's... I almost think the mascot should be the only one you're allowed to use for whatever yeah. team you're on. <laughs> well, especially when... I mean, there are there are two things that Aaron Gordon does in that contest where I still don't understand physically how it even happened. Yeah. The ball under his legs yeah. is I think the greatest dunk of all time. And then and but then he has the other one where the mascot's on a on a rotating yeah. hover. That's <laughs> insane. Uh it made me it makes me like stuff so much more. Yeah, me um, too. Although, uh, you know what, if a spur yeah. is ever good enough to um to get in the dunk get contest, the you can't trust the coyote. In no it. way. Yeah. <laughs> that Coyote's coyote not allowed at All Star Weekend. That coyote will do something upsetting. It'll be troubling. <laughs> um, oh, the other thing is uh, Shaq. The other thing that Shaq did well was um, overacting. Yeah. After he great. got dunked over and like like staggered back, like uh, Shaq man. When you put a when you put Shaq in this element like that, he really delivers. Mm-hmm. Um. But but I I definitely did not like the Superman. Yeah, uh, guys, everyone, uh, Dwight Howard did the Superman dunk. Mm-hmm. Unless you're tributing, unless it's a tribute to the Dwight Howard dunk, which let's be honest, no one wants to tribute Dwight Howard with anything. Also, n- let's 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 be honest. Not technically a dunk. That dunk rules. Don't be don't be a dad about this. Just, that I'm dunk just saying, is awesome. I liked it. I'm just saying. Anyway, bad take. It wasn't, bad take. <laughs> look, it wasn't even that cool when Shaq said he was Superman because you know what? Superman is, is Shaq is cooler than Superman. Mm-hmm. Like like Shaq is sh- real. Shaq is more impressive than fictional Superman, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so. Now we've got like Dwight Howard did a Superman dunk, and then Nate Robinson did a Kryptonite dunk, and like, like pick another superhero. If well, gonna... you know what superhero it should have been? Spider, not not Spider Man, because that's Donovan. That's Mitchell's Donovan Mitchell's thing. thing. No, uh, Vince uh... Carter. Oh, it just should have been a Vince Carter jersey. Yeah, underneath his own jersey, because it's two oh, yeah, Vince cause... Carter dunks. It's yeah, the yeah, Frederick yeah. Vice and the elbow dunk. Yeah. 
No, no, that was people cool. would have went nuts if he opened up his jersey at, while hanging from the rim, and it's a Toronto Raptors Vince Carter uh, jersey. Yeah. People yeah. would have went crazy. Yeah, mm. because everyone's like bored by it. Was so stupid when Black Dwight Panther. Howard attack had a feud about it. Yeah, well, Black Panther, that was the only just, Black Panther dunk. I, I feel so, so sad. I just feel bad that uh, he had to do the Wakanda forever pose in public for a year and a half he's gonna have to do it again on sunday dude uh, hopefully it's the last time he ha- well, has to do it black but... panther 2 is gonna happen dude he's gonna he's being that is his life now i just wish he didn't have to do it in public all the time <laughs> like no one else has to do that <laughs> like you can see you can see he looks sad after a while um <laughs> But yeah, like like aren't there a lot of underrepresented superheroes that could be I'm I'm just surprised there has not been like a Batman dunk. Unless I'm missing it. Maybe there has been a Batman dunk. I, uh, Batman doesn't Did Donovan Mitchell do a Spider Man dunk? I don't think he did. I think it's it's just Spider. Mm. Uh I mean Spider Man is that why he's Spider though, I believe. I think so. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway. Uh, Bane. Bane mask. Dunking in a Bane mask. That's what I want to say. Oh, I said this before. And <laughs> when someone brought up someone should do a Batman dunk. And I said, no. Here, I'm calling this out right now, in fact. Uh-huh. Any NBA player that does a Heath Ledger's Joker-themed dunk <laughs> has my loyalty for the rest of their lives. Who is the most likely to do that? <laughs> and obvi- obviously, we're we're going to disqualify the Lopez twins from these discussions. Honestly, I could see Devin Booker doing it. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Well, I could see Devin Booker actually dressing as Jared Leto's Joker. Yeah. Actually, oh, yeah. I that's think. closer. You're right. But see, I'd be into that too. Like, just. So- <laughs> Yeah, like I'm a like, I'm the villain uh, of this dunk. If contest. somebody wants to dunk in a V for Vendetta mask, I'd be into oh, that. Oh. Like, <laughs> what if what if someone dunked in like a Jack Skellington outfit? I mean, that's Mike Muscala. No, that's Brooke Lopez. We've determined already. Brooke Lopez, they're, they're they're eliminated. <laughs> Um, Jack Skellington is a little too soft for Mike Muscala, you know? Oh, yeah, he wants a little more edge. Yeah. Um, Mike Muscala probably only likes, like, like, Bubba Sparks or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, real hard. (laughs) Like, (laughs) like, white rappers who take themselves very seriously. Oh, yeah, he, like... (laughs) Do you think he, like, he probably he probably took it really hard when Mac Miller died? Oh, for sure, dude. Um, also, I want to see someone dunk over Eminem doing one of those woke ciphers. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> and and he's like, no, I'm not going to plan it. It's just a freestyle. And live, Eminem's just like trying to make things wrong. I ain't no punk. You're going to make a dunk? You're going to get drunk, punk? <laughs> um, all right, we've talked about sure, the dunk. Yeah. Look at my wiener. Okay. We've um, talked about the dunk contest for too long, but listeners, yeah. I want you to know from now on, the first question I'm asking every guest on this podcast is, have you seen the John Collins plane dunk? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, also, weird, weird dunk panel this year. We- very weird dunk panel. Um, all right, the celebrity game. It was all right. It was pretty, pretty entertaining. Really competitive. Ray Allen uh, played real hard. Yeah, that was that was incredible. Like we have not seen um, an NBA player play that hard since Richard Jefferson, for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, uh, but it wasn't on the level of Richard Jefferson. Let's be honest. Because <laughs> Richard Jefferson was twenty four years old. <laughs> um, I have a rule about the celebrity game, though. Now, having watched this, uh, no more fake basketball players in the celebrity game. Uh, who are also fake celebrities. Uh, yes. Brandon Armstrong and Famous Los are not really celebrities and also not really basketball players. Uh-huh. They're, yeah, they're in some they're... weird gray area. <laughs> and occasionally, like, it's different. Okay, so every for, for probably like 15 straight years, every time that baseball had like a celebrity all-star game, uh, Tony Todd, the Candyman, would be involved. Yeah, that's because great. he was like actually a, bas- a baseball player, but also he just played shortstop, like like made sure the game ran, and it wasn't but like also everyone famous to- for not having baseball skills. Yeah, yeah he's he famous for being the Candyman. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> These guys are just yeah, they're fake basketball players, and it's like. It's okay, like, I'm... congratulations, you are the best basketball players in the world who are not good enough to play professionally. Yeah, That's exactly. really what they are. It's like, yeah, because they 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 throw it all away to play in the G League. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's, but... that's a good standard. But it's like, if you want to have those guys in the game to, like, make the flow better or whatever, they just, they shouldn't be eligible for the celebrity game MVP. It's lame. It's lame. Yeah. They're lame. It's like, you're a professional player. <laughs> uh, I hate it. Um, give me more Win Butlers. Give me more Quavos. Yeah. Uh, uh, give me more Eds from Ed. Give me more Rappaports. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, also, you know what? No more Kevin Hart's. I was very glad he was not involved in All-Star Weekend this year. Uh, we don't need any more fake though. MVPs like that either, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah not yeah. just to pick on these guys. But look, look. You know what? Justin Bieber was going to win the MVP on a fan vote, but that's like, at least he went out and like played and tried to hard dribbling and stuff. (laughs) But like a guy, a guy who's like, Oh, famous Los, you made some three pointers when like, great. Yeah. Like like, we know you can do that because you played college basketball. Um, all right, let's congratulate some of, uh, some of the people we sort of know here real Uh, quick. Adam Ray. Good job. Impressive performance. He, he like could fill a rap report role very easily. Mm-hmm. Won a jump ball at the end. It's very nice. Uh, uh Hassan Minaj. Great job. He's got a steal a and a layup. Hit a three. Oh, at the end, like, like, like full court pressing. They needed a magical play and Hassan took it to the hole. It was great. And, uh, I mean, he, look, anyone who's seen his show would not be surprised that he, uh, he went left towards the basket but uh good job buddy um all right and um that's all i've got to say about the celebrity game yeah me too that's it uh one thing um the curry family uh please stop shooting to win money for charity it Uh, always goes poorly just backfires every time just Uh, just write a regular check and then maybe do something else 
<laughs> um, all right, skills challenge. Let's talk yes. about it. Uh, this was this, this was, was the was best like, skills challenge ever. Yeah, even though even though I had like issues with both the course and the setup, it was hilarious. More passes needs more passes. Yeah, there's one pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was funny that I don't remember if they had them running simultaneously last year. I don't know when it switched from being a timed thing to this head-to-head model. The head-to-head is much it's amazing. It's great. Um, uh, Trey Young hacked the skills con- uh, competition. Yes. yes, he did. Um, <laughs> he was refusing to dribble on the straight line dribble by just throwing the ball ahead and running to it. Yeah. And then um, shot from really one one his one against Aaron Fox even though he missed all his passes yes and then he missed be, all three passes he took, and the and people were confused narrating where they're like how is he going back and it's like well you if you throw three passes you're done <laughs> i guess seems also contrary to the spirit of the skills challenge as is uh blatantly traveling um who who was blatantly traveling Trey Young, okay, by throwing a pass ahead to himself like that, <laughs> <laughs> that's called traveling. Mm, eh, I think it's tight. Um, I'm pro. It, it, I'm just saying. Look, <laughs> if it is the skills challenge, and he didn't dribble or pass, <laughs> pretty tight. Pretty into it. Uh, but anyway, he knocked out De'Aaron Fox from shooting a really deep three pointer, uh-huh. which then. Everyone realized, oh, we can take a really deep three-pointer, and that's what the game became. It yeah. became more of a half-court shooting contest than anything else. Well, Luca, Luca put one up from really deep, and he didn't make it, but I think he really surprised his competitor. It really almost went in. It, yeah, and it just, it just shook the other guy. And then in the final, Jason Tatum threw one up from half-court... Um, that Trey Young, Trey Young made his basket, right? Yeah. Oh no, he knocked it out. Tatum shot knocked out the other one. Yeah, and it banked, banked in, in. <laughs> which is also hilarious. Um, uh, Jason Tatum, congratulations, youngest ever winner of the Skills Challenge. <laughs> Improbably He's young, so young. I mean, it's incredible. Um, good job, Skills Con uh, Challenge. You can. Make it just a little bit better if you add two more passes, though. Two more passes. And also, um, I didn't understand why, like, like it was, of course, Nicola and Nicola should have gone head to head. But then, like, make it a big and a big and then a guard and a guard each time. Sure. So you have a guard facing a big at the end? Yeah. It's much funnier. Yeah. I mean, they did have a guard facing a big at the end, but, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, all right, three-point contest, very boring. Uh, congratulations, Joe Harris, though. Um, I was kind of into it, but it was like, it's too, it was just too many guys. Like, like if you're going to have 10, that's fine, but just in the first round, have them shoot at the same time from different ends of the court. Also, I feel like maybe the money balls all being in the last rack every time is... They weren't <laughs> all... Uh, they just almost, put, that's where almost. everyone picked it. Chris Middleton put yeah. his at the top of the key and it fucked him. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> he did not make a lot of shots. Um, he was saving his for the All-Star game because yeah, he I'm made a say, lot of shots in the All-Star game. Yeah. I'm going to say 10 is probably too, too many. There is something like very hypnotic and soothing about just watching so many shots go in, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some. There's probably like it's like like a visual ASMR kind of thing. Um, very close. I mean, good job, Joe Harris. Twenty six is a yeah. good score. You were wearing the best jersey too, which I'm always pro. The guy I'm wearing just, the best jersey winning. Yeah, with the what was it? Was the Coogie sweater Nets jersey? The, the biggie yeah. Nets jersey. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I I always like it when a guy hits a bunch of shots in a row. Like, I I definitely thought Curry was going to win in that last round when he made his first 10 shots. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, Joe Harris, hit 26 is a good score. Uh, good job, man. Yeah, also, bad job Cleveland for trading him for nothing. Yeah, well, actually less than nothing because they included cash. In that <laughs> and also <laughs> bad job Orlando for releasing him. Uh, yeah, Both of those teams could have used Joe Harris. <laughs> yeah, still good. Still good. <laughs> Um, all right. Uh, other big news this weekend. Um, Gordon Hayward's wife. Um, should we talk about that? <laughs> Please. Uh, so Gordon Hayward yesterday, Sean, mm-hmm. uh, he was playing a video game called Apex Legends on Twitch. Right. With a Twitch streamer named Dr. Disrespect. Oh, he's a he's a body language doctor. I believe. Uh, Dr. Disrespect, Dr. Disrespect is uh, famous for he wears a wig. Um, he's doing like a character. I think he's the only Twitch streamer who does a character. He once broke his character though, where he showed he gave a whole speech about how he was apologizing for cheating on his wife. Oh, um, was he wearing the wig? I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say he once broke character by using the N word because that seems like a thing that happens a lot on Twitch too. Um, but Gordon, he was playing with Gordon Hayward yesterday, uh-huh. uh, and there's a point. At the end of the game, where Gordon Hayward, off mic, but very audibly, asks his wife if he can play another game. Uh-huh. And Gordon Hayward's wife says no. With such disgust. Yeah. And then Gordon Hayward comes back on and is like, all right, guys, I gotta go. <laughs> well, then- she follows it up, too. She's like, no. Like, absolutely not, no. (laughs) And then uh, you hear his wife say, I just watched you play video games. How pathetic is my life? Ooh, ooh. She wants out of Boston, Anyway, here's the clip. We got time for one more? No. (laughs) All right, guys. I got to go. Hi, Gordon. I appreciate you playing. Yeah, appreciate you. Come back and play again. Absolutely, man. Anytime. Hey, for sure, man. It was a pleasure. All right, guys. I'll see you. All right. See you, man. Um, Sean, breaking yeah. news. Gordon Hayward is getting a divorce. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, you know, it's probably right. I mean, wasn't she excited to watch him actually play something? Yeah. At least he was, like, sitting on the bench in League of Legends. <laughs> Anyway, uh, ladies of Boston, he's going to be available. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think um, do you think he's tried to make her watch anime before? And she's like, no, absolutely not. No. Yes. One hundred percent. Oh, Gordon Hayward, man. All right. Tough Um, luck. 
Hopefully, maybe they maybe Doctor Disrespect also does marriage counseling now. He's a <laughs> um, yeah, doctor. I mean, maybe that's why. Maybe Doctor. Anyway, we don't need to get into Doctor Disrespect yeah. at all. Um. All right, that's an hour. Um. We are out of time, Sean. Anything you want to talk about? <laughs> Should we mention the game? What game? The the All Star game. Oh, do we have to? <laughs> I'm. I mean, I, I not well. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Kevin Durant. He won MVP. Uh, I um, believe that's his second All Star MVP. I Is that for, right? Yeah, I forget who tweeted this. Um, but it Bill was Simmons a great tweet. Oh, it was not oh, Bill oh, Simmons. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Uh, and it was. This is such a microcosm for Katie's life that he won the MVP, but all anyone is talking about is cool shit Steph Curry did. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, people, even the other All Stars, like I heard people saying that Steph's al- really high bounce pass alley oop to Giannis was the greatest pass in All Star mm-hmm. history, and he. Th- he threw an even crazier one to start the game that they missed on. Yeah. Which was I... a behind-the-back alley-oop uh, from, like, the three-point line. First. I mean, they were throwing a lot of, like, football passes the whole time. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, it, it's definitely one of the best passes I've seen. I think maybe there's one... There's one all-star game where Isaiah Thomas throws this really low full court bounce pass to Michael Jordan for a dunk that is really cool, but it's not like quite as circusy. What I've got to say is the best out, the best all-star game pass of all time is Tracy McGrady to himself off the backboard because I don't think anyone had ever done that before. (laughs) At least it was the first time I'd ever seen it. Uh, Giannis (laughs) tried to do it on a free throw. Yeah, that was hilarious (laughs) and got a lane violation. (laughs) Um, Steph threw an alley-oop to himself He also drew a four-point play on Clay Thompson Just by kicking his leg out like Reggie Miller And also had a pretty bad game (laughs) Yeah He was was definitely, definitely like Did not care about the outcome of the game Which you probably is correct Um yeah, Steph doing a reverse dunk as time expired though was kind of a, <laughs> kind of amazing. Uh, it started How a bunch of weird you've rumors. Seen him dunk. Um, I mean, you see, he always there's always those videos in the summer of him dunking. You know, yeah, where it's like, Look, like he can dunk. Uh, as someone who's seen so many Warriors games, how many times have you seen him like dunk in an NBA game? Probably three. Three. I was gonna say three times. Yeah. Um. He tried to dunk in the playoffs that one time um, that was not a dunk. Um, Anyway, uh, Kevin Durant is boring. Um, Now, oh, uh, there's that video out today where people are lip reading Kyrie Irving talking to Kevin Durant. And they think he's saying two max slots. (laughs) So funny. And there's no fucking way that is what anyone is saying in that video. Also, why would would he put... (laughs) The phrasing is very weird, too. Like, that's... Also, Kyrie went on Bill Simmons' podcast, and they asked him about the summer, and Kyrie just didn't say anything. That's tight. Like, like he's like, I can't say anything. Um, my dad said he thought Giannis was a ball hog, and your a dad is as a team captain. Your dad is incorrect. Giannis was doing the correct thing in that game. 
He was like, what was he, like 19 of 23 or something? Yeah, uh, and the team was trying to win. When that team when that team thought they were going to win, because it looked like they were going to win, uh, the rest of the team was trying to get Giannis the MVP. 100%. And, and maybe, then cap, when, maybe a team captain should be a little more magnanimous. And then when Chris Middleton came in, he Giannis just kept feeding Chris Middleton, which was tight <laughs> as hell. And I sent this to you because I only watched the first quarter uh, uh-huh. live. I sent you the text. I was like, I think they're going to, the Bucks are going to get co-MVPs. Yes, yes. Uh, it still kind of felt like Kevin Durant, you see him like this in the regular season a lot where, where you know, it'll be the third quarter and someone's like, yeah, that's 24 points for Kevin Durant. And you're like, really? He's just so, he's so smooth, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, I didn't notice. Oh, the other thing that like stood out to me is I just hadn't seen Blake Griffin in a while. I don't think his, his beard, beard is, is crazy. crazy. Yeah, he looks he looks like um the deaf assassin from Fargo. Oh, That's see, like I was gonna look. say he looks like a he looks like a Red Dead Redemption character. <laughs> uh, well, his his outfit uh, All Star Saturday Night was like a Red Dead. <laughs> Like, like, definitely like a hunting jacket. It looked like he was wearing. Um, he should start wearing a duster to games. He kind of does. Um, yeah. All right. Sean, what would you like to plug? Uh, I have some stuff about the Oscars that's up this week. And uh, at the end of the week, I'll have a piece that's called the Academy Awards for Sports. Oh, Oscar. Oscars all over the place. Oh, and then and uh, I think you'd like. I wrote a really long gallery of uh, the best moments from All-Star Weekend, like all time. And I think they're like kind of fun and funny. A lot of it is me uh, arguing about dunk contest losers and how they were better than mm-hmm. the people who won. Um, as for me, you can always... Oh, uh, listen to me on Jeff Wattenhofer, very funny comedian Jeff Wattenhofer's... Uh, Exit Strategy Podcast. I believe that's out today. Maybe tomorrow. Um, but either way, should be good. Um, I talk a lot about what I would do if I uh, couldn't do comedy anymore. And the answer is become a line cook. Um, uh, and you can always follow me on Twitter at uh, Frankie Muniz, where on 10-21-15, I tweeted... I lost my tortoise. Devastated. Uh, well, that's pretty devastating. Um, Sean, do you have a Luka Doncic song? I do. I don't want to spoil it too much, but let's just say there's no doubt this one's going to go viral. Um, all right. And as always, uh, trust the process. Um, shut it down. Let's only talk about the John Collins airplane dunk for the rest of our lives. <laughs> you and me. We used to be teammates, running sprints together, always. I really feel that I'm losing my wingman. I can't believe we got a big man. You're going to sack, there's no looking back. And if you get the eight seed, I don't want to know. Don't chitch, I know that we're tanking. 
Dwight Howard loves planking. Courtney Lee has no burst. Dom Chich, this Mavs team is a Frankenstein. You're playing next to Kali Stein. Mark Cuban is the worst. Our chemistry. It led to triple doubles, but Harrison's deal was trouble. Cap space. As we lose games, you learn Bogdan's name. With Fox by your side, you listen to Kate. Don't itch. Goodbye to the Black Falcon. You're in the middle like Malcolm. Slovenians hate live for worse. Yo, 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 don't itch. I know that we're tanking. Please don't stop fast breaking. My Cuban is the worst. The season's ending. I gotta stop pretending we're good. Hey, this is Tony Canal from No Doubt. I used to date Gwen Stefani, the Luka Doncic of Orange County Ska. She's fucking Blake Shelton now. Weird. Can't believe he won Sexiest Man Alive. Anyway, this song is very painful to me and it's very long, so ask Sean and Joey to cut it this short. Rate, subscribe, and check out roundballrock.bandcamp.com. There's no doubt you'll enjoy it. Spiderwebs! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.